Hey, what's poppin', guys? Welcome back to the Dillis Rays Podcast. This is episode seven of season four of our podcast. Welcome back on Nick and James Parisi. Yo, yo, yo. yo. <laughs> At the same time, too. <laughs> yeah. Wow, the same intro. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> so, yes, I mean, let's just get right into it. Like, let's let's skip all the all the nitty-gritty. I mean, like, championship series, we're in the middle of it right now. Dodgers playing the Braves. Top five, five two Braves favor. Do they take the series? I think it's not a matter of do they take the series, it's do they sweep the series. That's fair. That's fair. It's, it's they crazy. In game four, though. Who's going for the Dodgers in game four? Scherzer? Uh, Probably. I, I, I got to check. I always get so confused with how they do pitching matchups in the postseason. They have Urias pitching. Do that. You know what? You're right because Scherzer's arm was gassed. It's, I don't know. I'd be really interested in game four because that would be throw the kitchen sink time, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Whatever can get you to game five. Max Scherzer would like pitch game four and then pitch game five if he had to. He's he's that kind of guy, he's that kind of psychopath. Right. <laughs> when you have those Mad kind Max. of eyes like that, it's in the eyes, right? It's in the DNA. But now it's – I can't believe I'm going to say this. Like, imagine they get swept. It would be – no one would go out of their way and say, wow, what a boring series. This has been thrilling. Every yeah. game has been great so far. The Braves just happened to find a way to pull it out. I mean – Game one and game two, just unbelievably close games that Braves ended up taking. Yeah, I mean, no one thought like the Braves, NLCS, possible World Series contenders this year at all. I think it's the disrespect that the NL East got all year, mm-hmm. right? Like everyone's looking at it with a little stinko on it. And there's a couple of things, right? You have to realize the Braves, I mean, the Braves have. Probably uh, an MVP candidate in in Riley. Like this is a very real chance he wins it. But then the other thing is, you know, there's there's the difference between last year and this year. Acuna goes down. They go out and figure out a way on how to replace him via Eddie Rosario, uh, Jock Peterson, uh, Duvall. Right? They bring in, they get four new outfielders. Brand new to offset him and Ozuna going down. And it's just that's not how last year worked. You didn't see dramatic trades. If a guy went down or a guy had a nick, it's like, all right, shut him down. His season's done. No. Yep. This, that's why, and this is what it should be, right? Like when you think you have it, go for it. Don't kind of like wait and see. Like do it, get in, and then figure it out, right? Absolutely. I remember towards the trade deadline, we all saw that tweet from Jeff Passan about how uh, Braves see the weakness in the Mets. The fact that they hadn't capitalized on the weak division and taken a huge lead, even though the Braves were mostly a 500 team all season long. They saw that weakness. They, they strengthened the outfield and they, eventually they came out on top and they're doing fantastic in this postseason. And then whether one of their top after their Solaire is still not even playing. Like he's not even on the roster. 
Like he might make the World Series roster if they make it. He's still injured. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of see the impact to that too, right? Because then the defense kind of gets shuffled around. Yeah. Where, like, because of that, you see a lot more Guillermo Heredia play uh, a real, real bad center field last a uh, couple yeah. nights ago. But it's it's the weirdest thing where you play him in there just because it's a better center field, and then it's October, boys. Like, it doesn't make sense how good he is off the bench right now. That is the hardest thing to do, come off the bench, and he's thriving in it consistently. He is just built for October. He's Jocktober, the bad bitch. <laughs> I was say, someone had to make it up. You got to put them pearls on. You put them pearls on, and you know it's where the power lies right now. It wasn't that way before. Not with the Mets. Not at all. No, it's 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 unbelievable what he could do. I mean, the American League though—that's a different story. You have now the Red Sox and the, and the Astros fighting for it, trying to duke it out. I mean, who takes it there? Remember when I said raising two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, you can call me Ben Verlander. I didn't pick a single series, right? I mean. How many people actually did pick things right this postseason? This has been the yeah. postseason of opposites. I mean, I I don't remember if we were talking about this last week or not, but you know, we weren't talking about the NLCS. We were talking about who wins the DS is going to the World Series. Oh, Giants, yeah. Giants, Dodgers, whoever wins that is going to the World Series. Look at where that got us. That's yeah, none of them. <laughs> that's none very, of them will make it. That might not happen, and it probably won't happen. You know what that thought should have been? It's if this goes five, these two teams are going to be worn out. That's true. Look, the only thing that we said about that that was correct is the Max Muncy injury is still looming huge. It's looming. It had an impact on this game itself. Uh, You guys saw the Gavin Lux uh, error before he lost the ball in the sun. I saw that. Max Muncy's not Mm -hmm. hurt. Cody Bellinger's your center fielder. Gold Glover, he makes that play. Gavin Lux yeah. is a nice young star, but Cody Bellinger is a proven outfielder. Yeah, and you – you, the left-handed swings are just not coming, right? Corey Seager, yeah, he he got it done tonight, but it's – he's been MIA this postseason. Bellinger's been MIA all year, but there's no left-handed swings coming. They're just way too right-handed dependent without uh, – Max Muncy. And it's shocking that, and even, you know, take it a little bit further, Kershaw, right? Urias was a weapon last year out of the pen. Like the way they used him to, to come out and give three, four innings. And it was, it was a little bit easier because he had those uh, 28, you had the expanded roster because of COVID for the playoffs. Yep. Look at the left-handed pitchers they have right now. They don't, you know, Dave Roberts is saying, I'm not going to let Freddie Freeman beat me, which is just not a smart way. You're not facing the Nationals. You're not, you don't only have to worry about Juan Soto. Okay. Freddie Freeman's not going to beat you. Ozzy Albies could turn around, bat right-handed. He's 
seems to get on steel second, wrench, wash, repeat. And if it's not him, Riley, clutch. Dansby Swanson gets on. Insert any outfielder they got at the trade deadline. They're all contributing. It's the only guy who's not really contributing that much is Travis Darnell. And I mean, the cat, the catcher hitting is very much devalued. Yeah. I mean, he's had a rocky career, right? With the Mets, probably like one of the best defensive catchers we've had in the past decade. Couldn't hit a ball for his life. 2020 comes around. All of a sudden, he is the catcher of the MLB. Starts hitting crazy, almost getting 300. And now he's fell off again. It, it, his career just can't stay healthy consistently. Yeah. Right? Can't string it together consistently. But, all right. You, you asked us about the, the AL before we, you know, kind of drifted off there. It's comes down to salami was invented in Boston. Yeah. That's just absurd. Man, Kyle Schwarber is insane. What a player. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that where you trade for someone that's hurt. Yeah. Right, because you never know. You never know. You're going to have a setback. Is this guy ever actually going to be back? You have that fear anytime a Mets player gets hurt. Well, they're gone forever. They're in a black hole. That's a scary move to make on the trade because you don't know you're relying on you're relying on his rehab to be good, the medicals to be accurate, and the diagnosis at the time to be strong. I mean, I applaud who whoever in the front office had the balls to pull the trigger on that because honestly, wow, how that's paid off. Hein Bloom, right? And I just it shows you how much lineup construction changed as well. Kyle Schwarber's your leadoff hitter. Once that started shifting and you start taking the big bats, right? They used to be three, four, five. Now it's one, two, and three because you want them to get as many play appearances. Keeps ending up in the right spot. I mean, that team's doing something, right? Because I'm looking at the playoff stats right now. And as far as home runs are concerned, Kike is already leading with five. Devers behind him with four. JD behind with three. Schorber has three as well. And the Red Sox are also leading in hits, doubles, walks. Like, they're all over the plate offensively. They, they just know pitching. how to get it done. They're pitching, right? We, we said they can swing. They could get enough offense. Mm-hmm. Their offense is lethal. The pitching's working. Yeah. I don't know how. It's postseason <laughs> baseball, but it's somehow working in their, in their favor. Uh, I'd be remiss to not say anything about uh, Kike Hernandez here. What a postseason yeah. he's having. Breakout year. For it's sure. Just, they're very fun, right? It's The only way you don't like them is if you're, you're a Yankees fan, right? Mm-hmm. This is major Team of Destiny vibes. This is so much energy. Kyle Schwarber bowed to the crowd after he figured out how to flip the ball to first a couple series ago. They're just hilarious they're such a likable team <laughs> you're right yeah, yeah. kike made you know makes an amazing catch then the next inning he almost overruns it and like reaches back and it's so much energy it's not panic it's like all right let's go let's go i mean you dial this back all the way it's a couple seasons ago when mookie Betts gets traded away i personally didn't think they would come back from this at all but now here they are, almost getting a World Series 
at least birth since twenty eighteen. Yeah, you have to give Alex Alex Court has to be the runaway manager of the year, right? Yeah, at this point, I mean, come on. They they said he's the. Uh, I, can't, I don't remember what the exact phrasing was, but he has like an insane amount of postseason wins for as young as he is a manager. Can a manager win comeback player of the year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably would be him. <laughs> it should be him. Like, oh my God, he did his time, you know, mm-hmm. paid for his crime and just this, he knows how to manage this team. He did it before in 18. Yeah, 19 was a little rough, a little hangover, but he's getting so much out of that, too. And, you know, we criticize, especially me, with, like, how much postseason baseball is. All right, you give a base hit, abandon abandon the ship, call Mm -hmm. anyone that has an arm, come in, right? And I hate that where I'd rather, you know, who can you trust? Can you trust one guy or are you going to trust five guys? to all be on. That's more difficult the more numbers you add. Alstor's doing the same thing, but he's doing it. The, it just It's working. It's at the right time. He just picks the right guys in the right spots. You know, they say in modern baseball, the manager is not, really doesn't have an impact on the team, but I mean, Alex Cora is proving otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing it both ways, right? He's using the analytics, but he's using the gut, right? He's Absolutely. he's the guy. He's that age that you would think. All right, Heim Bloom really is really running the team. Core's the the puppet head. It it's not. He is using his brain. He is, and I don't know if he's just the odd one out. That's why it works for him. Maybe, but he's got the team wired right, and they're hurt too. Like Devers is not a hundred percent. JD still mm-hmm. got the heel. Yep. Because the Astros are far more healthier than them. And, you know, it really shows that the Astros are, you know, pitching-wise, while while they maintained everything hitters-wise, right, they maintained everyone, Altuve, Bregman, Brantley, Correa, and then even Kyle Tucker comes out of nowhere, Yuli Gurriel, Alvarez. Alvarez. They kept all those guys. That's a scary one through seven. Yeah. They have one of the scariest offenses in the game, if not the scariest. They are insane. It's the pitching. They couldn't retain the pitching, right? Those They had three aces as well at a time. No one's left because of the Verlander injury. Grinky's fallen off a cliff a little bit, but it's, it's letting them down. Like These guys don't have the playoff experience, really. I will say for that reason, I am excited to see Zach Cranky tonight as, you know, being one of the few guys with tons of playoff experience there. Yeah, I I would agree. I I'm not I'm not gonna say it's over just because everything's kind of been chaotic and how long is the Red Sox pitching gonna, you know, when's it gonna come back to earth? Mm-hmm. But the Red Sox at home, you know. This is what we didn't have last year. You didn't have any emotion. You weren't feeding off crowds. You were playing in neutral sites. That's not baseball. Fenway's been rocking from the wild card game, the ALDS, and the and now the ALCS. 
the sound guys were working overtime yesterday to try to censor <laughs> out the FL Tuve chance. Hey, you know what? Oh, I, man. <laughs> I I don't know who decided which which series TBS got and which one Fox got. Fox having the ALCS. So the Red Sox faithful can cheer on Ben Affleck as he has whisked away J-Lo again to really rub it in A-Rod. <laughs> Perfection. Oh, that's great. Um, Comedy of gold right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the random uh, people who drove out or flew out and, you know, took three COVID tests that, to go see the Dodgers play the Rays last year in Arlington. Yes, that crowd very much got into it. This is so much better. And I, I don't know if it's prisoner of the moment or hyperbolic nature or me, but I think just having that last year and then having this, I, I don't remember a postseason being this good in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's been a minute. Even like last year, like Dodgers Rays, I was kind of in it because I just wanted to watch baseball, but not as good as what this is at all. The most interesting thing about that was the Rose Arena uh, dive into home mm-hmm. and then uh, Blake Snell being pulled out. That's Other than that, uh, maybe one more thing. Justin Turner got COVID and got pulled in the middle of the game. Yeah. <laughs> not, not memorable. And sneaking really. into the celebration. Yeah. And then no one said anything. Like, what? <laughs> It's like how? <laughs> um, the the Reds Braves playoff game had a beautiful pitching duel, and mm-hmm. I remember no one knew what to do when it went to the tent because we were like, "Well, is there a ghost runner? How's this working?" <laughs> right. So straightforward, straightforward baseball, easy enough, energy, passion. Uh, desperation. This is awesome. This, this is what is you want to see. Right. I, and I don't want it to end at this point. Yeah. It is so close to, to being over. Like, I feel like we just started talking about the wild card. Yeah. It, it does feel quicker. And yet you've had an ALDS go five games or go four games, an LDS mm-hmm. go five games. So you've had a couple lengths. It's, it's flying by. Trying to catch every game while I can, while it lasts. Yeah, yeah offseason stinks. <laughs> this it's is going to be a really slow offseason, too. Oh, so slow. We're going to have a couple of pods to talk about this, but I'm a big proponent. You, you need to do what the NBA does. There needs to be, like, uh, free agency opens now. I just, you know, something like that, right? Where it's a mad dash. That first day of NBA free agency is arguably more exciting than the actual season. Yeah, it's just chaos. But MLB is just such a slow burn. You're waiting. You're waiting, and you know your high your high tier free agents. They're linked to like. 20 teams and like each week you change your mind who you think is going to sign yeah you never know until like even with James McCann 
Oh, yeah, he's going to go to the Mets. He's going to the Mets. It took four days of them saying that from the actually sign a contract. Yep. Yep. Like, you never know. And then reporting it. Not to get super dark, but mm-hmm. uh, CBA has got to get figured out at some point that expires like a, a yep. month after the season. So mm-hmm. you, you have either two thoughts. Are guys going to like swarm and sign because they don't know, they're afraid of what that's going to be? Or are guys just going to be like, no. I'm not waiting until the CBA gets signed. Yeah. Could go either way. I'm fearing the latter. But praying for chaos and everyone just decides to sign. That would be the best. Yep. But that's why you got to soak it up as much as you can with these uh, next couple of weeks. So if you had a prediction... Are you are you all gonna say Red Sox Braves or is there gonna be uh, any brave souls out there? I don't know. I mean, I feel like every time we say something, the opposite happens now. At least for this postseason, <laughs> so it's like, like yeah, the Braves are doing so well. Like they're up five two, and there's still three four innings left to play, and they're gonna get smacked. And then Scherz is gonna pitch three games in a row, and all of a sudden they're gonna be in the World Series. It's gonna stick. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be the contrary and I'll take the Astros here. I know it's I know it's a tough spot to be in, but that's true. I I just think their offense is just too good. They're gonna have to make this series last, and I think they have a good chance of pulling through. So I'm gonna keep my eye on that. <laughs> this is what makes it interesting with the seven game series because I think in a five game series, it's already over at this point. Absolutely. I think Red Sox take it and that's it. No questions asked. With seven games, four of seven, like you kind of said, Houston Astros, they can come back. Like, it's totally probable. You have time to completely shift the momentum. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see after tonight because I know that game starts at 8 o'clock um, yeah. in our time, but we'll see. Uh, you're right. Um, I didn't check who's starting for the Red Sox. Uh, it's Nick Pavetta. Mm-hmm. What a renaissance Nick Pavetta has been, like, the way they deploy him, right? Late inning, sometimes coming in the six, now starter. Like, he's only going to yeah. go three or four innings, which is fine. Nick Pavetta is one of those guys where it's like, okay, maybe you do baby him and don't want him to go third. Play to his strengths. I, it, it's starting to, you know, really work out there where these guys are just going to go all out for four innings. Like, those – that game four, right? The walk off. Um, the game three. Which one was Christian Vasquez walk off? Three or four? I want to say it was three. It was three, right? Because they so. came back, right? Because yeah. they didn't win this series in the walk off. Mm-hmm. So that game, the Red Sox offense was toast innings, like after the eighth inning, before that home run, like Pavetta. Mate, I don't even think he had time to take his jacket off. And he was just masterful. So, like, if that is your game four guy, that's fine. That's, yeah, they'll come in, they'll give you three, four innings. Then, and then you just keep going, uh, you know, Erod, uh, you throw Sale back out there, and then you go to Evaldi. That's, that's, that's a good formula. But 
I, I think I think you're right though, James. There's that that series has to go six. At least six. I just I think I think we're just giving too uh too much credence to the blowouts. That's all. You know, that's is it gonna happen again? I don't know. Like they can't it can't just keep being like Grand Slam's early game over. All right, let's turn yeah, it off. No. It can't. So, yeah, there's no I'll, way it happens. I mean, because the Red Sox are full of hitters and so is Houston. Statistically, Red Sox have been more of a slugging team, like what the Yankees are trying to be in the postseason. But I mean, like you kind of said, pitching has to go both ways. I would like to see the Red Sox, if I'm not going to lie, in the World Series. What do I think is going to happen? I think Houston flips over, and I think I'm going to get corrected next week when the Red Sox end up making it anyway. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to be the sole one going chalk here right now with the, those that are up. Now, I, I think we're heading for a World Series. That's going to be a slugfest. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Oh, man. That's going to be. That's going to be fun, right? Like Red Sox, Braves, there's going to be so much offense. So are we all taking Braves here? I think I am at this point. Yeah. I, 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 I'll get the Dodgers two games. I don't, they'll make a series out of it. I don't think so. I mean, well, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's going to shut out, but before this game started, I, I could still go with Dodgers, but now I, I think I have to take Braves. Yeah, I think they go to yeah. at least game five, but I still think Braves win. I'll say Braves in six, and then Red Sox in six, and then and then we'll just be completely wrong, and the Dodgers will have made the greatest <laughs> miraculous yeah. comeback. Like, I mean, with our luck, the team disappears, and all of a sudden the Blue Jays come back in the playoffs. <laughs> like, that, that's just gonna happen. Like it sucks. Like ugh, you think you're so good at it, and you're just wrong every time. It's like, damn. <laughs> All right, I'll leave you on this. Who would you rather be right now? I'll give you four guys. Okay. Would you rather be Kike, Kyle Schwarber, Jock Peterson, or Austin Riley? Oh. It's kind of hard. The four hottest players in baseball right now. I know my answer, and it's going to be a weird one. Hmm. I got to go with Jocktober. Jocktober, right? It's bad bitch season. Exactly. (laughs) But let me park my ass on this bench, watch some great baseball, and then, sup, coach? You need me? Don't worry, fam. I got you. I'm putting one deep to right. My my work's done. I'm going back to watching oh, great man. baseball. Um, <laughs> that the home run went over the chop house. I've yeah. never seen that. Insane. Yeah, never. Right. It always ends up a few rows or it bounces in. I've never seen it go over. I would love to see him in Boston with the pesky pole and then just launching it out there. That'd be pretty fun. sick. Hell, I want to see what Schwarber can do. Yeah. Oh, God. Imagine Schwarber puts it over. That would be insane. He puts it out of the stadium. Forget over the top house. These are all guys that kind of got forgotten 
So they all have good comeback stories. I'm kind of stuck in between Kike and um, and Jock, but I'm going to go Kike. I, I think he has a lot of promise. He's going to look for that bigger extension, bigger contract from Boston. He only signed a one-year deal, right? Yeah. Wow, what a bet on yourself. Yeah. Man, the Cubs fans must be really upset right now. Watching this. Yeah. They're, they're, they're shooting the bed right now. Every guy they let go is just doing well. Like, even though Jock's not really their guy, but like, still. Still. Yeah. That's not an exciting time, but do they really care? They finally won one in over 100 years. I think it's all, they got their one and they're out. We had another 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> the new curse begins. I mean, if you've been waiting that long, you're like, all right, well, good enough. I can go on with life now. This mm-hmm. is my life's a lot easier. I saw one that said, I'm done. I quit this team. That's all you need. I'm going to be John Cusack and go be a White Sox fan. <laughs> so sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> that still bothers me, the Cusack thing. All right, we were talking about looking forward to the rest of this postseason earlier. I got a question for you guys. We're gonna place bets on who's gonna be the first one to steal us a taco. Oh, oh, it's gotta be Ozzy. Oh yeah, there's no one faster than him. Ozzy's gonna be there stealing us a taco. Is it game two? I will enjoy it. (laughs) All right. Ooh, I don't know. I I thought it was the whole series, but I'm probably wrong on that. They introduce it for a random game. I don't remember which game it is. And, and honestly, I have no idea who's going to have home field, right? Because yeah, Braves didn't have a great record because the because the NL beast and Red Sox didn't win the division. <laughs> so, they haven't have announced no they haven't announced which date it will be on, but Ozzy. Wait, who, won, who won the all-star game? I think, uh, <laughs> it was American League, right? It sounds about right. Could you imagine giving home field advantage to a team that won an exhibition game? That's no, terrible. they certainly they certainly could have done that for twenty years or something like that. <laughs> uh, that might be Manfred's only good decision to do away with this. <laughs> but yeah, Ozzy, Jimmy Ozzy, stealing second. To get a taco and the place erupted. You know what? Uh, I'm ready to pick up my uh, my Doritos Locos. <laughs> I'm just waiting for whatever game it is. I need oh. that World Series right now. Game three, game four, whenever it is, uh, I need that taco. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'll be on Instagram. <laughs> Look, uh, you better do it quick. They're getting rid of all the good stuff, right? The cheesy gordito crunch is apparently going away. Mm-hmm. It's like, what else am I supposed to get? I have my standard Doritos Locos Taco, Cheesy Gordita Crunch, Chalupa, and um, whatever the hexagon thing is that I like. That's crunch my favorite. Crunch wrap. Yeah, crunch, crunch wrap. <laughs> I almost said a Mexican pizza, but I don't, I don't think that's existed for years. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen that in a uh, while. That's old school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, they all went up a new one by work, and, um, you know, I had – the cinnamon twist came for free. That's just air. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing in those. <laughs> That's stale air. 
Oh my god. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be honest, that taco bell's making me a little hungry, probably making you all hungry. Um, they've got to jump back and watch this Braves Dodgers game, finish that out and start off at eight o'clock Astros Red Sox. But I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode seven of season four of the Dose Rays podcast. Joined here by Nick and Jane Parisi with some uh, home run tacos and some awesome predictions for the World Series. How do we always end on food? Because <laughs> we're always hungry. I mean, come on. We know what we're about. <laughs> it's true. Sure. Everybody, watch these games and eat up. Yep. See you next week. <laughs>